Colette by Colette is closing 33 stores. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I have my Stein of coffee and I thought we'd have a look at this article from the ABC because it's a continuation of a well previous video I did looking at the jewellery and accessory store that I'm definitely not the demographic aimed at for Colette by Colette, they went into voluntary administration. And I spoke about this on the 5th of February, a continuation of the retail recession that we have here in Australia, because consumer confidence is just so high. Now we find that 33 of their stores are going to be closed, as the administrators will try to sell the rest. And that's, I'm going to bet a carton, it's going to result in job losses in all those stores. As the string of retail casualties so far this year continues to grow, administrators of Colette by Colette Heyman have announced 33 stores will close in the next three weeks, with the future of work for workers unclear. The accessories chain entered voluntary administration at the end of January, leaving around 300 jobs at risk in stores across Australia and New Zealand. On Friday, the administrator from Deloitte Restructuring said a quarter of Colette stores will close, leaving 105 remaining as they attempt to sell the business. The future of the staff across the 33 loss-making stores is unclear, but Administrator Vaughan Strawbridge said all affected are being, all efforts, sorry, are being made to redeploy staff. How close are the shops? Is that practical? Some of them will, will lose the jobs. All staff impacted are expected to receive all their wages and entitlements, he noted. So that's not that bad. That's not that bad. We hear a lot of a lot of stories where the businesses go down, staff lose out as well as everyone else, except the banks often. This is never easy. We are working closely with the collect management team to affect the closures quickly while seeking to redeploy staff impacted. Ten stores in Queensland will be shut, as well as eight in Victoria, six in New South Wales, five in Western Australia, one in the ACT in South Australia, and two in New Zealand. At the time of the collapse, administrators said Colette had been impacted by the current weak retail environment, as have many others. So, an element of lazy retailing behind collapses. In the first eight weeks of the year, a number of other retailers have collapsed, including homewares chain Ishka, which announced on Thursday that it had entered into administration. But there, I mean, Here's the thing, Ishka collapsed because of their inability to import stock for Christmas in time due to lost paperwork. They weren't carrying enough stock here to tide them over. And we've looked recently at the impact on international shipping that's apparently happening to China. How many other businesses are at risk of that? The whole just-in-time model is fine if the factory isn't on the other side of the world and you get an embargo or you get a vi this. This uh, virus is turning into essentially an embargo for China, isn't it? Several others have announced store closures as administrators try to find buyers, including fashion retailer Bardot, Harris Scarf, and Jeans West. Professor Gary Mortimer from the Queensland University of Technology Business School said certain sectors are more exposed to tough conditions than others. True. True. But 
that doesn't take into account the exposure to international imports, which I'd say a lot of these, pretty much all of them are, wouldn't they? All of these. How many of these would import it all from China? I know Lorna Jane, all the stuff was made overseas. Everything. You know? We've seen some great results come out of the likes of JB Hi-Fi and others, he observed. But mid-tier discounters like Harris Scarf, mid-tier fashion brands like Bardot and Jeans West, those particular areas are reasonably exposed to discretionary spending. Professor Mortifer, Mortimer cited economic conditions as weighing on retail, including stagnating wages and people paying down debt instead of spending. Well, yes, that's true. People are worried about their mortgages. People are worried about going into arrears and the fact that wages just aren't growing. Economy. I mean, you want wages growth. And I'm not saying that the government needs to step in and make force businesses to up wages. Because if you do that, you create unemployment. Doesn't work, guys. Doesn't work. Any intervention in the market has a negative consequence that people don't realize or they don't want to see because it doesn't affect them personally. It affects someone else. And in the end, we all pay for it one way or another. But it's a sign that the economy, there's just not enough competition for workers out there because there doesn't need to be because there's so many people looking for work, so many people underemployed, so many businesses that are struggling. The Bureau of Statistics wage price index this week confirmed that wage growth remains subdued with wages rising 0.5% in the first quarter of 2019, leaving the annual rate at 2.2%. However, Professor Mortimer said problems with retail business with the retail business models are also to blame. I think there's a lack of innovation, a lack of differentiation. If I look at mid-tier fashion, menswear and ladies brands, everyone's doing 29 chinos or $20 dresses. Yeah, he's got a really good point there. What innovation is there in this sector? What point of difference is there from one to the other? Why wouldn't you order it online? And that's a growing, growing sector. I think there's also an element of lazy retailing. So retailers say, hey, look, we'll just do a percentage off sale and that will increase our foot traffic. But then everyone else repeats to 20, 30, 40, and 50% off. Several retailers have warned that the catastrophic bushfire season and the drought have hurt sales, including Mosaic Brands, the owner of Rivers, Millers, and Nonny B, which said regional areas were particularly affected. Now the ongoing coronavirus outbreak has disrupted business supply chains and will also be felt by retailers who rely on tourist trade. What about retailers who import all their goods? Looks like the, the uh, journalist hasn't made the connection for the actual reasoning fall of uh, Ishka. There you have it. ANZ has said the bank's internal data, including card and point of sale transactions, show a steep drop in spending at major airports in February. Here's another reason why they want to get rid of the cash ban and push everyone on cards, guys. Because it's data. It's valuable data, instant access to information. It, it's worth something. They should pay you to use your credit card. <laughs> why not? Why not? So let's have a look at the summary here, the key points. A quarter of Colette stores will close as administrators try to sell the remaining business. Administrators Administrators say all efforts are being made to redeploy staff. The string of businesses that collapsed in 2020 continues to grow, including homeless chains Ishka, Jeans West, and winemakers McWilliams. But the 
the impact. Well, Ishkar, I think it's a very valuable lesson to show how vulnerable these businesses can be to any disruptions in the supply chain. Perfect timing, even though it's not directly related to what's happening here. It looked like it was a paperwork bundle bungle. What's going to happen? We're hearing nearly every day issues of supply. That combined with the retail recession, guys, that combined with consumer confidence at low levels and business confidence and conditions at low levels. It's going to be interesting to see. I want to see the next update of this Australian business confidence data when it comes out next. I'll definitely be interested to see that. So guys, where do you think it's all heading? Do you think we're going to have a tough recession? Do you think this is just a sign of the ongoing trend? What would be the next retail business, you think? And then how will that flow through? Because this is going to affect the employment of these people, the employment of the suppliers. Then it'll start affecting the return on investment for the landlords. And that'll affect the stock market. It's all going to flow through. And yet, the, you know, our politicians, our leaders keep hoping, betting the farm, that it'll be housing prices that are going up magically somehow. Probably because of easy, much easier access to credit will spur a wave of people to go and make some retail purchases and just fuel the economy. I can't see it happening. Can you? Let me know in the comments, guys. Thanks for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and you want to help us, there are a few ways you can. You can get the word out there. Spread the content, spread the videos, help the channel grow. You can support us on Patreon or YouTube by joining the channel with a small monthly donation. You can use our affiliate links at Amazon or eBay for your consumer purchases or for independent reserve and KuCoin for your crypto trading. We sell merch on the HiSysS website right now, handmade pocket squares that Rachel has made, and PayPal if you want to support us that way. Thanks to everyone who helps. We really appreciate it. Have a great day, and I will see you all in the next video. Bye for now.